It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. All right. You know what? I'm actually going to just name this segment Two Guys Having Coffee on a Friday Morning. Uh, the former mayor of New York, the one and only Rudy Giuliani, also. For all of you, uh, host of Uncovering the Truth and All Things Rudy at Rudy, Rudy Giuliani CS.com. So, Rudy, first of all, grab your coffee. Because <laughs> that's great. I'm past my sh- coffee, MT. That's all for you, man. You actually got a cup of the Intensio this morning. Uh, ah. you, you and I have been talking about this for great. a long time, and, and you are one of the best out there at explaining the situation in Ukraine from the government, the corruption, the players, the yeah, elements' point of view. We, we, I, we, I know we it very, very well. And we don't hear that on the media. So I'm glad we, we're going to have a chance to have this conversation. So when I Google Ukraine corruption or search any search engine, you get all the Wikipedia, you get all the different things. Let's break it down. And I realize that it probably could take us three hours to do this. We'd have to do a series. <laughs> but you know, understanding Ukraine, Zelensky, the government, the players, how sure. we got to where we are and who's there. Uh, in Ukraine. So let's begin with uh, something that uh, gets confused sometimes. I, I hear Democrats and Republicans uh, say, oh, we shouldn't help them because they're corrupt. Well, they are corrupt, but not the people you see being murdered. Those yeah. children that were killed in the hospital and those pregnant women are not corrupt. The vast majority of Ukrainians, as is true in a lot of these countries that are corrupt, we have corruption in our country, as, we fi- as we're finding out. Right. The vast majority of Ukrainians are really exceptional people. They're, they're a very well-educated country, even though poor. And it's a country of vast potential. It's a tra- tragedy. I mean, it could be one of the richest countries on earth per capita with the natural resources it has. Yeah, I mean, agriculture, agriculture energy, Europe, you and all. Yeah. They fed Europe at one time. So it was a great agricultural nation. And then they discovered more natural resources there per square inch than, I think, Russia, which is why Russia wants it. And the key to a lot of the defeats of trying to capture Russia have been trying to get through Ukraine. Uh, Hitler avoided it. Hitler went around Ukraine. (laughs) And he still had Ukrainians fighting him. Uh, And Napoleon was bogged down there. So they're very brave people. I don't think I have to emphasize that. Now, are they corrupt? Yes. Yeah. Are they more corrupt than Russia? Probably not. You know, something like that kind of corruption. Uh, The new president... I believe, although I would never stake my life on this, because I believed in Poroshenko until he turned out to be one of the most crooked uh, presidents of uh, Ukraine, a well-known by the people of Ukraine. There isn't a person who would contradict that. Very close friend of our president, by the way. Right. Uh, Poroshenko and... Our current president, I want to make sure we... Poroshenko (laughs) is the guy Biden got bribed. And uh, corruption is built into... um, you could almost consider it, up until now, a country of barons. You know, if we go back to the Middle Ages, and mm-hmm. you had the king, and then all the powerful barons, and the barons are the, are the oligarchs. They are tr- spectacularly wealthy. They own whatever. The reason why it isn't a rich country, or even a you know, middle-class country, is because of them. They take all the wealth. So they're worth incredible billions of dollars. Like, uh, let's take Mykola Zloshevsky. He owned Burisma. That's the company that employed... Burisma Holdings. Yeah, everyone yeah, knows that because they employed company. Hunter Biden. 
he gave himself all of the most valuable oil and gas properties when he was minister of the ecology. Well, he was the government minister, totally crooked, obviously, under the Russian-oriented uh, uh, government of Yanukovych. He came out of government, took over his company. He's worth somewhere around $40 billion. He stole $5 billion in cash, <laughs> which he has hidden. And for now 13, 14 years, the Ukrainian government has been chasing it. That's what Biden... Five was, billion in cash. He has five billion in cash, yeah. Five billion in wow. cash he took out of the, the, uh, the, uh, the main bank in Ukraine, which is a laundering bank run by another oligarch who's maybe the wealthiest man in Russia who took out about 15 billion. When, um, when Yanukovych left and we installed our government there, yeah, you had Senok originally, who was another friend of Biden's, and then Poroshenko won. I believe they had $800,000 in the bank for the whole government. Wow. All of the oligarchs that were pro-Russian fled, and they took all their money with them. So now all the oligarchs who are pro-American took over, just as crooked as the pro-Russian oligarchs. No, no difference. Uh, they're for Russia, they're for America, and they're for themselves mostly, and they're not for their own people. And they controlled the president. So Poroshenko became president. He was supposed to be honest. He was, a, he was a chocolate king of Ukraine, richest chocolate manufacturer. Everyone said he's so rich he doesn't have to be crooked. He gets into office. Within two days, he's putting his hands into every crooked deal. I go back there a couple of years later, and I ask uh, people that I work with in Kharkiv, why did he become corrupt? He's got all the money in the world. He said he wanted to be the richest oligarch. He thought it was only appropriate that the president be the richest oligarch so they couldn't boss him around. So that's I mean, the kind that, of country that it is. Th this is a completely different view and a straightforward view of what we're, here, yeah, what we're hearing yeah, now. And the, the tragedy of it is that, and I, 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 this is not partisan comment, this is just a historical comment. Back in about 2013, 2014, the Obama administration really tied itself up very closely with them. And there's a great deal of corruption within the Democratic Party stemming from Ukraine. One signal of that is the biggest contributor to the Clinton Foundation is Ukraine. Well, there's even a tie to Pelosi's son. Pelosi's son uh, and, uh, and, and, and I believe maybe even husband get a tremendous amount of business from there. Uh, how about Mitt Romney's son? Yeah, that's right. So now if you, re if you read Peter Schweiker's book, you'll get all the names. Uh, and Schweiker has maybe 20% of them. I don't have the names. I kind of know who they are. But the Ukrainian police that I trust told me, the reason you're being blocked the way you are and the reason you're being you know, pursued is because if we ever break this open, if ever break, you're going to see a lot of people go down in America. Mostly our alliance is with the Democrat Party, but we got a couple of high-level Republicans. And they gave me an idea who it is, but I don't feel comfortable saying because I have no proof of that. I have no. I have. Well, you, look, you've never gone out unless you. I have a hundred percent proof of that. I know Biden. About you. Biden, I could prove in any court anywhere in America and put him in jail. Uh, Schweiker, you can go to Schweiker's book and you can read about Pelosi. You can read about. Uh, well, you can. I, I think I'm pretty sure he, he he mentions Romney in there. He also has a big long section on McConnell, and the money that the McConnells made in China. So it doesn't all. Uh, it's, I don't want you to think it's all Democrat. I mean, the, neither party has a Well, it, it benefits the oligarch or the corrupt person to have influence 
with others, right? The Russian word yeah, the biggest, the biggest You want compromise on everybody. Uh, one of the biggest contributors to the Clintons is Walter Pinchuk. I think it's Walter Pinchuk. Mm-hmm. Pinchuk is a major oligarch. Not the most corrupt by any means. I mean, he's sort of a, more of a shady character. But he is corrupt, but, but sh- kind of shady. And uh, some of these guys are at the level of, they're crooked. I would put him in that case. Some of them are at the level of, they're organized criminals. They kill you if they don't like you, or mm-hmm. they get into bat- battles with each other. I put Biden's boss in that category. And Biden knew that when his son went to work for him. So why you would let your son go to work for one of the most crooked, violent men in Europe is uh, uh, totally unexplainable, except through corruption. Well, how, let's kind of work our way to where we are today. You know, and of course, with Zelensky, depending on which way the day's narrative comes down, yeah. you hear different views of, of Zelensky. You do. I get different views of him. I, 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 I tweeted something uh, very positive about him when he got the Ronald Reagan Award. I got that award. Yeah. And it's one of the most treasured. In fact, it's the one I value the most, uh, much more than time of the year or man of the year. Um, and when he got it, I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he did because he's, he's certainly displaying great. Well, it's in his, in his time right, right now. now the but, current, but even he's a complex figure. Yeah, I get all this, all these tweets. I, I almost had to put, take it down. I, um, he's a crook. Why are you uh, doing with it? Now, I don't think that's I don't think that's true. I have no evidence that Zelensky participates in this. I have some evidence that he has tried to stop it. And, uh, and if I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out on a limb because I did with Poroshenko and I was wrong. Well, you, you know, one of the, I thought he was as honest. I'm, as I'm listening to you uh, walk us through this, Rudy, it makes sense that you exercise power and influence. So if the oligarchs who are still in place, their influence is certain in place on the economy, they're going to try to compromise the new president. But here's something that I've said on air, and correct me if I'm wrong. When you draw the contrast between Vladimir Putin and Zelensky, oh. Russia and, and Ukraine, the reason beyond all the other issues that I favor, Ukraine obviously winning in this right. situation, right, and the Ukrainian people being safe, is because there's more potential there with all the things you've laid out Absolutely. for a Western-style nation. A, a, to some degree, I would say a, a democratic nation in some form, rather than a controlled by Russia, which then fuels Putin's Russian dominance goals. Tell me if I'm wrong. You're 100% right. And it's the complexity that confuses people uh, because they hear corruption and they say, why are we helping them? Well, you could probably say corruption about almost every government. It's a matter of degree. And their corruption is a matter of degree. Now, here's what they're not. Poroshenko uh, or any of them, uh, they're not mass murderers. They don't seek uh, to acquire any other territory, any place else. Uh, They don't want to engage in energy extortion of Europe. In fact, if they were free of Russia, we'd have another source of oil and gas and if we exploited it it could be bigger than russia actually whoa 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 thought and they, this, and they, and they would be cooperative they're, 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 russia is a totalitarian state ukraine is a, is a democracy right now a democracy it's a, it's a rule of law you can get a fair trial in ukraine unless you're into you're one of those oligarchs, oligarch, yeah. and it is corrupted uh, is their criminal justice system much more i think ours may be more corrupted than theirs the criminal justice system uh, now, remember, when we talk about corruption, a lot of the corruption in Ukraine, we participate in it. 
Americans are part of it. Right. <laughs> and one of the problems we've had with the Obama people, and now we have with Biden, which is a tragedy, they all know we're corrupt. So we go there and we lecture them on corruption. And the poor people in Ukraine say, garbage, you're as, we're not going to listen to you. You're just as corrupt as our people. Who's making the money with our people? How, Biden's walking out with 12, 18 million. The American press denies it. Every Ukrainian knows it. And the Ukrainians know the other Americans who are raping their country along with their oligarchs. So it's hard to, 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 it's hard to get them to take the next step. Right. I think Zelensky's got an unbelievable opportunity now. Whatever he was in the past, and I don't believe, he, he certainly wasn't big corrupt in any way. Uh, and he's a good man and a smart man. I thought he was an inexperienced man. He was, but he rose to the occasion like... His opportunity and his, his he now is the leader of the. Skills, I mean, no yeah. oligarch could tell him to, to he, right now. He the people in Ukraine rightfully adore him. The man is putting his life on the line along with my good friend, the mayor of uh, the mayor of uh, Kiev, uh, uh, Vladimir uh, uh, Klitschko. Klitschko was my client when he was a boxer, and I spoke to him the other day twice. And I keep telling him, and you were actually saying to me, "Well, you would do the same thing." I said to him. What are you going out in the street for? My gosh, you're the mayor. If, if you get killed, or Zelensky gets killed, it's going to hurt the people, hurt the morale of the people. They got such tremendous morale right now. You got to think about not getting your bomb put on your head, and you're out there with your brother with a machine gun. Of course, he happens to be six seven. Yeah, uh, I love him. He could probably take on about ten Russians. <laughs> Every time he fought a Russian, he knocked him out <laughs> in the ring. Uh, but uh, he's not going to withstand a bomb. He said to me, "I have to do it." Of course he had to do it. I knew that. Does I have to go, do it to, to lead my people. Does this, and looking into the history, and you and I both know people from Ukraine, obviously, for some time. I've known yeah, guys, they're very family wonderful since people. the 90s. Is there a cultural part of this that plays into this? You talk about the, the history of Ukraine. Uh, that country has an independent will. What they're lacking and when you talk about the oligarchs and the control of the vex sectors of the economy and the money and the justice system, to what degree they control it, is the lack of a middle class. And out of this, if a middle class develops, you and I have done this over the years. We, we wonder into what happens That's a very if a uh, middle class develops. A really absolutely brilliant analysis. And here's the thing about it. You could develop a middle class in Ukraine in just a couple of years. Because you have, they're edu the poor people are educated. Right. Uh, they want to work. When they and there's a the place to go to work. There's industry there to go to work. Well, and, and a lot of them are working. And the money's getting stolen. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them are working. They're working at the level at which they should be middle class. But uh, Mykola Zloshevsky has taken the money. Or uh, one of... There, there are literally about eight major ones. Mm-hmm. And then there are little ones. <laughs> about 50 of those. So... Poroshenko was a little one when he became president. He wanted to be a big one. That was his desire. It, I, I, I hate to say it isn't money. It is money, but it also is something else. You become important. You have the most important person in the country next to the president when you're crook. Right. right. That has to change. A good leader can change that immediately. Here's the wonderful thing about uh, Ukraine. The people have developed the desire for freedom. You know, you think about Russia and China. They've never had a tradition of democracy. You wonder how much democracy is inside their soul. Right. Because the they never, they, there. not their fault. They never got to see it. It'd be very hard to take democracy away from us, even if we seem weak right now. If you came here to try to take everybody, 
almost everyone to fight you and they die rather than have freedom taken away from them because we've it's in our soul it's in their soul people don't fight and give up their life like that unless they love democracy because they got a taste of it because for 15 20 years now yes they've been crooked but they've been a democracy and they're a lot better than Russia. If you had to live in one place or another, even if it's, though it's poor, you'd rather live in Ukraine. They're not going to bother you. The, the oligarchs aren't going to bother you. It isn't as if they assert dictatorial control over the country. They don't even have unfair working standards. They just steal money. They're, they're brilliant at laundering money. The Russians use the Ukrainians to launder their money because they do it better. They, they may well be just as good, if not better than Russia, at hacking. And uh, a lot of the dirt on, on the phony things that were created about Trump, they were done in Ukraine and made it appear as if they were done in Russia because they're, they're very smart people. And at the same time, that's not the majority of the population. They don't want any part of that. The majority of the population wants what everybody's wants. Like a lot of people, they want to go to work, take care of their families, live a good life. Right. It's like Cuba. Something. What yeah. would you say about Cuba? Cuba is a communist government, corrupt as hell at the top, with poor people taken advantage of. You let them come to the United States, and they're the most, they're the most they uh, successful Americans. Yeah. Same thing with Ukrainians. Go talk to Ukrainian Americans, of which there are many, and look how honest they are, look how hardworking they are. So, yes, our sympathy, our empathy should go to... First of all, America's empathy should always go to anyone fighting for freedom. We can't help all of them, but our sympathy should be there. We at least should help them all morally. Ukraine's a little different, though. We have more obligations to Ukraine. First of all, it is right next to Russia. And this idea that he doesn't want NATO next to him, that's a... He has NATO next to him. Yeah. Latvia, Lithuania... Look at, look at the map and look at the NATO countries right his on his narrative. border. It was Putin's if we want to enter, If we want to enter through the land, we don't have to go through Ukraine. You know, we have a big, big border we can enter. NATO can enter. So that's a bunch of garbage. That's, that's, he wants to be a czar. The other thing you should understand that a lot of people get wrong here is they just quickly say he wants to recreate the Soviet empire. It's not true. It's more complex than that. He, doesn't, he hated the Soviet empire because he believed the communists tried to take away being Russian. Right. And he hates Lenin. He loves the Russian identity. That's, he, 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 wants, he wants it. to create as bad a, 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 a totalitarian. But he wants to, he wants, I would almost say he wants to be a czar. Well, he wants, if, to, he wants the Russian empire. Moves, you and I were talking about this, I don't know, was it last week or whatever, within the last couple of weeks, that he made similar moves to the Romanovs who ruled Russia for 300 years. He appoints the governors. He changed the Constitution. Yes, much he executes control. It is, it, it is Russian. Russian dominance is my phrase for it. Right. He wants that dominance. And he embraces back. being the wealthiest man in Russia because he doesn't feel the contradiction of being a communist. The other ones all were wealthy, but they would pretend they weren't. Because how can a communist be the wealthiest? I mean, Khrushchev was wealthy. He, he hid it. Mm -hmm. This guy doesn't hide it because he's like, more like a king than a, than a Russian dictator. But he is a dictator, and he kills his own people as well if they don't listen to him. He poisons them. That's his death uh, yeah. was uh, of it choice. Navalny, his opposition. Oh, they're brilliant at, 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 at that. If you, if you see somebody poisoned as a former investigator, I make it 75%. Got to be a Russian. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Russian, yeah. Russian, not in America. Exactly. Let, let's wrap up on this point with Ukraine or question with Ukraine, sure. uh, Rudy. And 
you know, we've talked about different ways. I wanted people to thank you for the understanding of corruption as a structure there. It hasn't been done on media properly. That's why I wanted to. To where we are with Zelensky now, and to your point that, you know, whatever it was before, his opportunities here now, if he has the people, if Ukraine, and if there's some off-ramp for Putin or a point where Putin doesn't get all of Ukraine, and we don't know, I mean, he's poised right now outside Kiev, number of other cities opened up an attack in uh, a couple of other cities further. Mariupol is shelling it, Mario, uh, doing right. tremendous damage. Uh, Kiev is... Well, uh, Kharkiv, I, I, I talk to people in both. Kharkiv is shelled roughly uh, eight to 12 times a day. Yeah. Uh, hit by air. But they He's, don't invade. It's like almost like a mid, Middle Ages siege of yeah, the city. Yeah, soft. They're trying the to starve city. the city out. Right. And when they right. feel they have them weak enough, then they'll come in because Kharkiv drove them out before. And they lost the battle in Kharkiv in 2014. So they've got a. Um, they got a problem with the people of Kharkiv. I mean, th- these people are, used to be pro-Russian. They're ethnically Russian, but they're anti-Putin, uh, vehemently anti-Putin, because he came in and he started killing them in 2014 when he didn't have to. They were on his side. Right. He turned Kharkiv over to the Ukrainian government. They're probably the most patriotic Ukrainians now because their children were killed by Putin for, in 2014. So they know that they take Kharkiv when everybody's, they're going to have to come into a dead city. Uh, Russians know that. They they stay outside and they bomb it. And they're waiting for it to fold. But the mayor is one of the people that fought them in the street in 2014. And the the mayor at the time became paralyzed. His uh, his legs were blown off. Uh, Actually, they were shot off by a machine gun. And he died about a year ago. But his deputy mayor, who was at his side at the time, is now the mayor. He may even be stronger. (laughs) And they're, they're not giving up Kharkiv. Uh, Klitschko's not giving up Kiev. I mean, you'll have, have to kill, kill Vladimir and his brother. Both were heavyweight champs. Mm-hmm. Both are PhDs. Both are incredibly patriotic, and both are not corrupt at all. I mean, they're... Well, that, they're, but that brings me to the opportunity. totally pro-American. Right, the opportunities there now to go out and answer the world in a sense that says Ukraine is corrupt, and there's corruption there. Like you said, there's corruption in a lot of places. We don't, we don't want it anywhere. But out of this, if somehow they stave off Putin and somehow they get this and the people are on the side of freedom and Zelensky, he's the figure, but it's really the principle. Then there's an opportunity to say, look, the oligarchs are not going away anytime soon, but maybe there's a cultural deal here where the people start getting more. The oligarchs are the oligarchs. And eventually there's a, a generational shift. Because eventually we all pass on and the oligarchs maybe fade into a different structure and the people get a middle class. This is much more like what we were able to accomplish in Italy, Germany and Japan after World War II. It'll be much faster. Yeah. We were able to turn them into peaceful, democratic governments because the people wanted it. Yeah. Uh, Ukraine is right on the verge of that. It just needs a push. It needs a leader. And I'll give you one example. I'll leave your audience with one example that is complex as hell and uh, tells you the complexity. So don't simplify it. Poroshenko, who I told you was the biggest crook in, everyone knows it. He lost 70-30 to, uh, to Zelensky when Zelensky was unknown. That was a vote against him. Mm-hmm. You can't go to a person in the street and say, was Poroshenko corrupt? Yeah, we all know it. Did Biden give him a bribe? Of course, but that was, that was one of the small ones. Uh, 
he is in the street right now with a machine gun and about 500 people. And they're fighting at the outskirts of, I mean, they're, they're confronting the Russians as where they can. The guy's putting his life on the line every day for freedom. He's a major crook. What do you, what's that? I don't know. But that's the complexity of it. Um, these people love freedom. If people love freedom, we can do something with them. And they're going to be on, our, and they want to be on our side. This is all happening because they want to be part of the EU. This is all happening because they want to be part of NATO. They want to be with us. To have a country, another country right next to Russia that's with us is incredibly important. And when Russia says, well, if we came to Mexico, you'd drive, well, we're not you, pal. If you came to Mexico, you'd enslave the people of Mexico and you try to attack us. We're not going to enslave the people of Ukraine. We don't enslave anybody. We're going to empower them and we're not going to attack you. We don't attack, you attack. But we're going to be there in case you do, and we're going to defeat you. And maybe we'll have a president that has some courage and some patriotism, not the poor wreck that we have in the White House right now. Well, we will see this and watch this. We'll analyze this. I love, I, you know what? I love this segment because we had to lay this out for the audience. No, I, I appreciate and, and I really it. It's, appreciate it's, uh, it. Uh, I think the Ameri- these are natural allies of America. You know, the way Italy and uh, Japan and then even Germany became so close to America after we were killing each other? Mm-hmm. Well, we never killed Ukrainians. I mean, Ukraine was never our enemies. Ukrainians love America. We're not going to have to build that into them. They are, the, they are the ones who broke off from Russia because they bought the American story. Right. And one of the reasons they're in this position, we encourage them to be part of NATO. We encourage them to be part of EU. Now they're getting killed for it. <laughs> and they're willing to fight for that and freedom, to, that and core principle. And why he won't give him the airplanes. I, uh, the guy should be put in a nursing home or something. I don't know. They won't give him airplanes. He's not even we, asking We give him javelins and harpoons and stingers, and every, but we won't give him you know, airplanes. I mean, they, I, I don't that whole convoy that you that see, if you, had fight, if you had the MiGs that they want, they could take it out in a day and be free. It's crazy. All right, Rudy All Giuliani, right. former mayor of New York City, host of Uncovering the Truth. And, uh, of course, RudyGiulianiCS.com. Everything Rudy. My friend, great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. guys doing radio in the morning. And the podcast is all about Ukraine this week. Yeah, it is. I know. I'm always checking it out. And I've got people in there that describe what's going on. All right. Ukraine, you got it. A better understanding today. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.